Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You know, big man, they just flashed the San Diego State score. San Diego State, your alma mater, leading Colorado State 14 to 3. And I had two thoughts. I was like, one, did they get a new quarterback? And two, I kid you not, I thought, is Colorado State that bad? And I, I hate to start off on that foot, Ephraim Salah, but I, I believe in transparency. You know, I feel like you should know what I'm thinking, and that's what I was thinking. You, you Just because you're not a good person. <laughs> it's 21 nothing now, just FYI. Oh, my bad. 20, wow. Excuse me, 23 nothing. Tw- really? Well, 21. Well, 20. It'll be 20 okay. to 3 with the extra point pending. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, shout out Aztecs, you know? Pick six. Done. By the way. Uh, Is that a pick six? I think so. Point return. Oh. I don't know. I don't have it on in here. Well, <laughs> it's not my fault your uh, setup isn't adequate <laughs> to view all of the games. Yeah. I mean, I only have space for, let me count, one, two, eight, nine, ten games. That's not one of them. I'm kidding. I only have a couple of games going <laughs> of on Of right course. Now. You only got one and a half games. Um, How about... At the top of the college football playoff rankings, we'll get to Notre Dame. They stay undefeated. But I think the big news right now, Ephraim, is the Ohio State. Of course, they crushed Michigan State. That's not the headline. The headline is, are they going to play Michigan next week? Michigan's game today against Maryland was canceled because Michigan is dealing with COVID problems. And so it begs the question, Are they going to tee it up next week? If Ohio State doesn't play Michigan, they can't be in the Big Ten championship game, and then who knows what's going to happen with the playoff chase. So I was thinking about this today, and I was being real petty. 
And I was thinking, hell, if I'm Michigan, <laughs> since I can't beat him, I'm not going to let him play for the championship. <laughs> That's You're- just me being petty, right? Uh-huh. Like, so that crossed my mind. Like, hmm, I wonder if Harbaugh would, would, would get that petty on him. To where, like, no, we, we still got cases around here, man. We can't play. Yeah, and I, I mean, wait till the last. I wait till the last minute, so it could be a, they couldn't, you know. Well, they have to have six conference games, right? Yeah, they have to have six games to be six able to, games or six conference games. Well, I, they can't play anybody out, out of the conference. Yeah, six, right? however you shake it out. Like Wisconsin, they had three games canceled, so you have to have six to be eligible for the the Big Ten championship game. I believe that's the way it goes. They basically they have to play Michigan. They have to. Yes. I would have just been like, you know what? We just can't get this thing together. And <clears throat> I myself don't feel well. <laughs> I mean, it crossed my mind also. I really do think this. Honestly, I think that Jim Harbaugh, let's be honest. And I mean this as a compliment. It's not going to come across as one. But he's got a screw loose when it comes to competition. You know? I don't think in his mind he thinks, oh, man, we might get rocked and this is going to be really bad. I think he thinks, this is Ohio State. This is what we sign up for. I get out of bed with exuberance, and right? Like, I don't think that he's trying to duck someone. I think that would be in his best interest because they're going to get rolled if they played. But I don't think that's how he views it. Well, he's thinking about it the wrong way. <laughs> I mean, they might be, get beat 70 to 3 if they even let them score 3. So, oh, it would be just a complete. So, what do you have to, what do you have to gain as Michigan? They're looking at an upset. They're looking at a season-defining upset. They so look at it you and wanna... say, "Hey, we went up against Indiana, and Indiana played Ohio State pretty tough." You know how athletes are, Ephraim. You were one, I, I'm right? Just, you know how coaches I'm, are. You start talking yourself into anything. Yeah, like, but, hey, but you got to look. Time upsets all over the place. You got to look deeper. So Michigan is going nowhere. No bowl. No anything. They they can't even qualify for a bowl. So you can go into it with the mindset of we're going to upset Ohio State and they're not going to be able to play in a championship. Mm-hmm. Or that's a that's an unlikely situation. Very unlikely. Or you can 100% upset them and not let them play <laughs> In the Big Ten championship game. Am I right? That's right. In both scenarios, you want to accomplish the same thing. One is only 100% an option. The other is a tall tale. Like 10% maybe? Something like that. I don't know what their chances would be. So if you have two two opportunities to get one desired or or, or two ways to get one desired – effect wouldn't you take the effect that was guaranteed the way that was guaranteed not what it involves uh, waving the white flag you know covid is not a white flag it flag it's it's just a fact but if you if you have it it's one thing if you're just manufacturing no not not manufacturing they're in the protocol right now they, they look it's you know some tests take longer to come back 
<laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if you are doctoring any of the results, that that's waving the white flag. You got to prove it. Now, this is this is something that Kirk Herbstreet got in hot water about earlier this week. So, when the college football playoff rankings come out, they do a show on ESPN, and this thought crossed Herbstreet's mind. Check this out. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. And Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me. Why did he he got in trouble for that? He got in trouble for that. Who got who 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 did he get in trouble by? He issued a an apology here to who big man to to the world. Check this out. Here's Herb Street. I had no business at all saying that. I have no evidence of that. It was completely unfair to the University of Michigan, uh, to Jim Harbaugh, to his players and coaches, and I just want to apologize. Man, please. (laughs) You say, Herbie, stick to your guns, man. You're on the right track there. I wonder who he got in trouble by, though. I don't know if it was the suits over there at ESPN. I'm not sure. It had to be the suits. It had to be because that makes no sense to me. That's a fact. It can actually happen. There are other coaches. Dabo Sweeney has talked about this when Florida State. When that game was postponed, Dabo was like, are you serious right now? It was a backup Clemson lineman that tested positive, and Florida State was like, oh, no, we're not doing this. And Dabo was like, oh, you just don't want to get beaten down. Is that it? Maybe? I don't know. Like, There are coaches that think that way. I mean, it's a th- it, look, it, it, it is what it is. It's a situation we're in right now, and competition is competition. But if you're Michigan – Look, Jim Harbaugh, look, I, I, I can see if in, you know, any of the last five years he'd beat Ohio State. It's never beat him. Right. You really want to go out on your shield losing 73 to Ugh. three? And it would be just It would nasty. be a massacre. But he's going to think, remember when we were 41-point underdogs or whatever it was when Stanford beat USC? And USC was a juggernaut back then. That's how Jim Harbaugh is going to think about it. I hear everything you're saying. I'm just saying that's not how he's going to look at it. It just depends on how deep his hatred for Ohio State is. Oh, it's deep. (laughs) We'll we'll see this upcoming week how deep that hatred is. Yeah. I've got another nugget for you here. But first, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. In 10 minutes, a man who is a walking excuse. But I told you I have another nugget for you. I saw this right before the show began. Rob Parker, our colleague. Huh? Rob, he tweeted, my moles are telling me that Michigan football is going to extend coach Jim Harbaugh. Currently, he only has one year left on his contract. After all the struggles this season, some thought Harbaugh was headed back to the NFL. Apparently, he's staying with Wolverines. Hashtag stay tuned. How about that? Man, they to make a, just an expensive mistake twice. Whew. How do you justify extending him? I don't know. I mean, 
salaries usually go up on an extension, right? <laughs> right. You don't. It's not like all right, we're you, extending you, him, but we're paying him a third of what we're currently paying him. That's not how it goes. Do you see the sprinklers on uh, on the Clemson Virginia Tech game? <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. Uh, sprinklers just came on. The Virginia Tech players are getting hyped. You know, dancing, walking in, around. Dance, yeah, feeling it. Feeling it. What's what do the sprinkler guys just troll us? I mean, really. They have to realize what's going on. <laughs> they're on a <laughs> they timer. Just, yeah. They're just doing that to get on TV. But yeah, as far as Harbaugh goes. But think about this. If you put everything together, Ephraim, if Harbaugh's in line for a contract extension, if Michigan is in line for an epic beatdown at the hands of Ohio State again, do those two things sort of blend together in your mind? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Because whether they play this game or not, if they're in the talks of of, of extending him, I mean, they know he's not going to win. Realistically. I guess they're pinning so, it on recruiting. They've got a good recruiting class coming in, but... Really? How do, how do you justify he's over against Ohio State, but if they lose by six touchdowns and then you gonna, extend him, how? It's going to be bad. You gonna yeah. get us hard pressed to sell that to the boosters? Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Notre Dame still undefeated. How about that? Oh, huh? you, you had to before the break. You had to come on and huh? throw that in there. Nobody cares. No, the nobody cares. The college football they're ten and zero, man. Cares. Ten and zero. That's big. Undefeated. They're season? ten and zero, and Wisconsin is two and two. That's how many get they they played four games. <laughs> That's a crazy year, man. It's nuts. But they're in the uh, in the ACC title game. I thought this was hilarious before Notre Dame. They were very, very sloppy early on against Syracuse. The yeah. first half was terrible. Bad. They ended up winning 45-21. to Ian Book becomes the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame football history, his 30th win. But it was an ugly overall performance. I thought this before the game. This is funny, too. A little more Herb Street. It's just a smorgasbord of Herb Street. Check this out. Notre Dame is, is the big thing. I mean, not only have they secured a spot into Charlotte, respectfully to Syracuse, I think they're going to pummel Syracuse. <laughs> With all due respect to Syracuse, I think they're just going to wax them. But respectfully, you know, I, I thought that was pretty funny right there. And they did. They eventually won uh, by 24 points, but it was an ugly performance overall. It's a weird year, man. It's like, a crazy year. Who the final four teams are? Like Texas A&M, they were sloppy against Auburn today. I'm just looking at these teams that could potentially be in the college football playoff. And I'm like, do I really think Texas A&M is that good? No. like <laughs> There are a lot of teams that are right there in the vicinity. And I'm just not convinced on pretty much all of them that they should even be in. Let alone once they get in, if they could do anything to uh, get an upset or anything like that, you know? Well, well, well I'll say this. I believe Notre Dame uh, deserves it. And in a, in a year where people aren't playing, they can't even scrape up six games, to go 10-0 and 0 is amazing. That's 10 games. They got a full college season in. They got during a, a pandemic. They got a yeah. full college season in during a pandemic. That says a lot. As Trevor Lawrence just uh, you took scooted the, 
into the end zone here. Just scooted. Scooted. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence just seventeen yards scoot. Yeah. To the end zone for but a touchdown. But as you're saying that about Trevor Lawrence, you know how it pertains to Notre Dame. These two teams are going to meet in the ACC title game. Wait. Clemson's going to be Virginia next week? Tech tonight. It's in two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Yeah, but if Notre Dame loses that game, you know what everybody's going to say. Oh, if Trevor Lawrence was healthy for that first game, we know how that would have turned out. Of course, it's in and now. That's I mean, that's what the the narrative is. That's why I think that game is going to be amazing. Should be a good one. Looking forward to it. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, the man who is a walking excuse. We'll let you know about that. I'm Brian No. He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. I got worried for a second, big man. I was just talking to our guy, Don Brown, technical producer extraordinaire. And I always ask him, I'm like, how's life, Don Brown? And he hits me with, uh been a heavy week and right then I'm bracing for impact I'm like goodness there's a pandemic someone sick someone die and he he pauses and he's like my apple playlist got deleted his playlist is gone big man now he's taken the better part of three years to compile this playlist it's a good seven hours long just gone into thin air where'd he go we don't know we don't know. Now, another layer to this, we don't know if our trusted producer, Lee Robert DeLapp IV, if he accidentally has anything to do with this. Mm. Because he was like, Don, just throw the playlist my way. And now all of a sudden, it's gone. 
Does one have something to do with the other? Lee, did you delete Don's <laughs> playlist? I don't think there's any way for me to have deleted Well, his I, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> I am going to look back and see if I have it and see if I can get it back to him. I mean, can you do that now? What are we waiting on? I mean, this is important. <laughs> Don is sitting here in front of the board moping and... <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't need that. We don't need that low energy on the show. You guys got it from here. I'm gonna go dive for this uh, playlist. Real Thank quick. you. Goodness. Yeah. I ain't yeah. doing nothing back there, no way. Yeah. That's it's important. I'm making my Pro Bowl selections right now, actually. <laughs> yeah. Lee's voting on Pro Bowl running backs. Uh, I'm sorry, fullbacks right now. They gave me six votes for fullbacks. Why? I, I don't I have no idea. I don't think there's six fullbacks in the league right now. It definitely, is not six fullbacks in the league. The guy for the Ravens has one carry for a fumble and a negative, and negative yards. <laughs> I love it, man. I love Lee's voting on Pro Bowl fullbacks. That is that just writes itself, you know? There's nowhere to take it from there. Okay, so the walking excuse in the sports world right now, Ephraim, it's a man named Paul George. <laughs> My goodness. Who? This guy is named everything under the sun as to why they – squandered a 3-1 lead against the Nuggets last season. And he's thrown Doc Rivers under the bus. Now, I'll play a couple of sound bites for you. You tell me if this is throwing Doc Rivers under the bus or not. This is Paul George on All the Smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. We went up 3-1. We felt like, you know, we're going to win the next one. We lost. We like, cool, we up 3-2. We're going to win the next one. We lost, but during that during that whole process, like we we never worked on adjustments. We never mm-hmm. worked on what to do differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just literally having the same shit happen over and over again. Huh? Hmm. Who would be in charge of making adjustments, Ephraim? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Okay, so it seems like he's calling out Doc. Now we get a little bit more. This is Paul George talking about his role last season with the Clippers. The way I was being used, I felt like I was, you know, doctors <laughs> trying to play me as like a, a Ray Allen or like a J.J. Mm-hmm. Redding, like all pin downs, all like, I can do game. it, but that ain't my game. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I mean? I, I need some flow. I need some mixes of, of pick and rolls. I need some post-ups, just different touches. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Does that seem like he's uh, criticizing Doc? I'm so glad he didn't come to the Lakers. <laughs> Goodness. I'm so glad he didn't come to the Lakers because we would have had to deal with that misery. They didn't use me like I wanted to be used. I can do it, but yeah, I think that it, that's not me. In a different way, yeah. So here we get the latest, Paul George. Whether he was blaming Doc or not, check it out. I said what I said, um, and, and, you know, but I do want to clear it up um, because the, the notion out there is that, you know, I don't respect Doc and I'm putting <laughs> the blame on Doc, um, which is not the case. Um, I am the blame in that situation just as much as anybody else. No, he's, you know what? I'm glad he cleared that up because he clearly wasn't calling out Doc. I mean, questioning the way he was being utilized, talking about a lack of adjustments, that's definitely not a shot at Doc, or was it? It a direct shot at Doc. It's ridiculous what this guy is doing, and what Paul George. 
Like, I would love this, Ephraim. I would love the unfiltered response from Doc Rivers. If there were just no repercussions, just go ahead. Let loose, Doc. What do you have to say about this? I think Doc would say something like, if again, no repercussions. He could just be transparent. It's like, how about my star player play like a star player when it matters most? How about that? How about that for an adjustment? Instead how, of going four for 16 in game seven against the Nuggets, how about you make a freaking shot? How, how about, about that? our star guy who's making 30-plus million a year don't he doesn't hit the side of the backboard <laughs> yeah on a jump shot yeah wow the side of the backboard come on man i'm so glad he oof you're not serious I'm and then s- he's going to talk about adjustments unreal how about unreal. you adjust to making shots whether they run <laughs> pin downs for you or not really like that's how ridiculous does that it's, sound? It's basketball. You know you could just, if you need to have the ball in your hands, you could just wait there and have someone take it out after a bucket and go down and do what you need to do. You can do that. Kawhi does it. You can do it. Yeah. He's okay. waiting for someone to give him the okay to to play. The biggest adjustment would have been Doc in the huddle. Like, all right, guys. All right, listen up here. All right, here's what we're going to do. PG, let's have you make some shots now, okay? Clippers on three. Like, that's the biggest adjustment that needed to be made. It's not about strategy and doubles and whatever. It's stars have to play like stars. He has he, a history it, of not playing like a star. That's exactly like he, right. This has followed him his whole career. And i tell you this. And even when he was supposed to come to the Lakers, I was like, okay, how, okay, how is this going to work? Right? Okay, Le- LeBron is there. He'll balance it out. But I was always thinking, here's a guy with the history of not playing big in big games. But when I look at our team, we don't have that problem because the guy we have to play in big games and big moments is our very own Stephen J. DeSager. <laughs> nicely done. Again. Very nicely done. Bonus points for the, for meandering the way into the update. Very good. By the way, I was looking at the Paul George game log just as a refresher since we all on this show were talking about uh, the postseason as it was going on. But among those first round games, Paul George uh, against Dallas, four for 17 shooting. Then three for 16, then three for 14, later six for 19. And remember, they had the three games to one lead against Denver and gagged with a game seven, four for 16 for Paul George. You have yeah. the ball in your hand that much and you making three shots? Two for 11 from three? Just bad. And bad. Season on the line. Come under on. 42% shooting for his playoff career, by the way. I mean, Bum. it's 20 points a game, but that's a lot of shots to get. <laughs> 20 points a game. Bum. I love the uh, the bass in that voice. Bum. Yeah. <laughs> well, three things I've noticed, guys, about college football among the many today. One is that we have a late game on FS1 coming up in a couple hours. It'll be UCLA at Arizona State. And it is the Sun Devils' home opener on December 5th. 
coming up in a couple hours tonight. Wow. Crazy. ASU is entering the game with a season record of 0-1, the one-point loss at USC a month ago, and they, they haven't played since. Also in conference, Stanford, as The Athletic put it, with its most impressive performance in two years, quote, after spending the week in Seattle, exiled by their county, the Stanford Cardinal will now pack up and relocate to Corvallis, Oregon next. So that's the way their season is going. And then we have the nation getting to see the Chanticleers, 18th-ranked Coastal Carolina, 9-0, is hosting 13th-ranked BYU, 9-0. And the center for Coastal is five foot nine, 290 pounds. Now, I wow. looked up for a pro comparison. Marquise Pouncey is 6'4", 304 on the offensive line. This center, 5'9", 290. A little wider. Just, a little wider. Just yeah. a little odd. I, it is I a, love that they're just like, screw it, let's play. Let's it, play. Roll it out. It's <laughs> awesome. Roll it out. It is a running team. It has clearly served them well. I mean, they're going on 50 carries as a team, Coastal, in this game. Meanwhile, just 15 passes thrown. And, yes, the home team is leading undefeated BYU. Come on, beat BYU. 22 to 17 with five and a half minutes to go in the game. Also among the many in progress, 23rd ranked Oregon had fallen behind but now leads at winless Cal. 17-14 in the final minute before halftime. Number three Clemson up 10-7 at Virginia Tech in the second quarter. Number one Alabama 7-0 leaders at LSU mid first quarter. 10th ranked Miami's just gone up 7-0 at Duke in the first quarter. And on Fox TV it is 11th ranked Oklahoma a 3-0 leader against Baylor late in the first. Earlier in the top 10 wins for Notre Dame and Ohio State for Texas A&M, Florida, and number 9 Iowa State, which beat up West Virginia 42-6. The Cyclones will be in the Big 12 title game. Upsets, TCU over 15th ranked Oklahoma State 29-22. Mentioned the Stanford win. It was 31-26 at number 22 Washington. And how did this happen? Number 21 Marshall I repeat, ranked in the top 25, playing at home and shut out by Rice. (laughs) At home, 20 to nothing. That's not good for the group of five schools. Five picks. Yeah, the quarterback threw five interceptions. You lose at home. I don't care if you're ranked at not. You lose at home 20 to nothing to Rice. I mean, can we just fold up the program for the season? Is there a reason that you're going to continue and play games after this? That's just... That's the most shocking score I can recall of this whole season. College Hoops, number one Gonzaga's game against number two Baylor was postponed. Two from Gonzaga tested positive for coronavirus. Seventh-ranked Kansas escaped with a win over North Dakota State, 65-61. The Ravens activated running back Mark Ingram from the COVID list and defensive lineman Calais Campbell. Quarterback Lamar Jackson, though, is one of ten Ravens still on the COVID list. Baltimore hosts Dallas on Tuesday on Fox TV. Now, there is a game, another game, on Monday. Pittsburgh hosting Washington. For now, quarterback Ben Roethlisberger listed as questionable due to his knee. That game is listed on Fox TV, but that's only for part of the country. Less than half of the country on Monday with Pittsburgh hosting Washington. But since the Dallas-Baltimore was originally a Thursday night national, that's going to be a Tuesday night national on Fox TV. The update from Coastal. The Chanticleers, with under four minutes to go, are leading 22-17 over BYU. Back to you. Let's go Chanticleers. Like it. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. I think with that score with Marshall getting shut out by Rice, 
I think that's bad for these undefeated group of five yeah, teams. Yeah, it is. Cincinnati, BYU, and Coastal Carolina, someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. But all these group of five teams that are undefeated and lower ranked, right? With the exception of Cincinnati, they're seventh. Everybody else is outside the top ten. For Marshall to get shut out by Rice, I think a lot of these voters on the committee, they're like, see, see, that's why we can't take them seriously. You're going to get shut out by Rice, right? I think Cincinnati they, pays a price for that too. The funny thing is they're not taking them serious anyway. <laughs> they're not, especially not this year. Now, if you have a, a, a list of, of power five teams you beat that were ranked, then that's a different that's a different conversation. But they're not they're not taking them serious. They've done they've done nothing to 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 warrant that in terms of you know what you should be looking for and you know it would be nice, but they it's a lot more work to be done. What do you think about the Chanticleers field? What do you think about that? Uh, it's trash. Terrible. What is a Chanticleer? I'm not sure. I once knew, but I forgot. I'll have to look. It's that a rooster. Up. Oh, okay. A, a lot rooster. of roosters in that area. You ever been there? They wouldn't win the mascot fight. <laughs> they wouldn't win the mascot battle. <laughs> they would not. They absolutely would not. By the way, talking about taking things seriously, how about this? If we turn our attention to the NFL for a bit, there's a huge game tomorrow. But it doesn't feel like it at all. Eight and three Browns against the eight and three Titans. That's a big game. But it's a huge game. It doesn't feel like it, does it? No. That's arguably the biggest game of week 13. And that's not how it feels. Well, it's the Titans once again. We always uh, hearken on that. And mm-hmm. there hasn't been any drama in... Cleveland, so we haven't been talking about them. They just have, they've been, they've had their head down and they're just trying to stack these wins. And I also think there's something about, look, the quarterbacks get the the limelight. They get the attention. I don't think that two of the top running games in football, that's what the Browns and the Titans have. They're one, two in the NFL. It doesn't ooze sexiness. <laughs> that's a good point. It's effective, but it's not sexy. It's not sexy at all. It's a great point, actually. Thank you, big man. I appreciate that. I also think this, with Derrick Henry, he's a stud. We know how you feel about Derrick Henry. You love you some Derrick Henry. I think in terms of the MVP race, that's when it gets, okay, you want to mention him? Like, all right, It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I gave you the criteria. What has to happen for a, 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 a a That's person right. outside of the quarterback position, what has to happen for them to win the NFL MVP? You basically have to set a record at your position to have a chance. Like, uh, you have to set the record of all records. Right, like you have to go for, you know, 2,200 rushing yards to have a chance as that, a running back. You'll enter into the conversation and you'll probably get it. You have to catch over 2,100 yards receiving, right? Things like that. Yeah. That's the only way. Outside of that, I'm sorry. It's going to a quarterback. I think that Derrick Henry is the mashed potatoes of the NFL. And what I mean by that is, if you're thinking about a Thanksgiving feast, 
I love mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are incredibly valuable. Throw some salt, maybe some butter, go gravy, however you get down. But mashed potatoes are fantastic. I love them. Very valuable to a meal. But they're not the most valuable. That's a guy like Patrick Mahomes. If you look production versus production, we harp on it all year long about how you have to have a franchise quarterback to be a consistent Super Bowl threat. We never say that about a running back. What do we say about a running back? Ah, you can get a guy in like the fifth round and still <laughs> be legit. Do we ever say that about quarterbacks? No. no. But the MVP debate rolls around and everybody's just sick and tired of quarterbacks always winning these things and they talk themselves into, well, let's give it to Derrick Henry. No, he's not even close to as valuable as Patrick Mahomes. Not even close. This is a quarterback's league, man. Outside of what we just talked about, other positions having to do, it's no shot. It's no shot. Everything is set up for quarterbacks to have those type of numbers. And it's too many of them. Right? It's too many of them. Yeah. To to even have the opportunity. I would respect somebody's, if someone's a voter for MVP, I I would respect their argument better instead of talking themselves into, I think Derrick Henry should be the guy. If they were just to come out and be brutally honest and say, you know what, I'm just sick and freaking tired of a quarterback Quarterback winning this thing. Derrick Henry's had a great year. I'm going with him. Sue me. If you just came out and said, I would respect it more, but to just talk yourself into Henry is more valuable, come on, man. That's not even close to being true. Just isn't. And I'm an enemy of falsehoods. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) All right, coming up next, McGeico Studios. Two players, big man. The two players that fans in the media don't have enough patience for. We'll tell you who they are coming up. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. 
Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. BYU trying to get in position for a Hail Mary, at the very least, against the Chanticleers. Come on, Chanticleers. So is this your rooting interest? It's got something to do with San Diego State. I yeah, imagine, I don't like right? BYU. Okay, I thought it was something to do with the title game. No, 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 no I don't no, like BYU. No, you just BYU. hate BYU. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Pretty, By the way, Pretty tough Aztecs. experiences up there. Yeah, yeah, I... <laughs> I've You've heard, heard the story. You've heard the stories. Stories. Um, I uh, I saw that the halftime score, San Diego State, not as big of a lead anymore. No, still a lead though. We'll take it. Yeah, twenty three seventeen. It's not bad for a team without a quarterback. Come the Rams. By the way, BYU driving down to the Chanticleers. Ah, give it the thirty one yard line. Seven seconds to go. Zach Wilson. I've seen some mock drafts here, big man. Dane Brugler. He does all of this stuff for The Athletic. He's got Zach Wilson going number two overall. Sooner than Justin Fields of The Ohio State. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Zach Wilson's a good player. I don't know if he's going to go higher than, than old Justin Fields over there. He's a playmaker, too. All right, we've got know, the Chanticleers man. taking time out. This is big stuff. Big stuff over here. we got to get organized. Over here. In the meantime, how about this, Ephraim? I think there are two players that are at the top of the list in the NFL that fans and the media are the least patient about. Tua, that's indisputable. He's expected to be activated. Activating Tua with the thumb injury that he suffered in a practice on November 25th. He banged it on a teammate's helmet. So uh, I think there's a lack of patience with Tua. He's got a couple of starts under his belt. Give it a little bit of time. And we've talked about this other guy, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill has two starts in his NFL career. He didn't play well last week against Denver. But it is just negativity city. He's had two starts. They play against the Falcons tomorrow. He played well against them the first time. Is it crazy to just be like, give it a little bit of time, just a little bit of time with both these guys, Taysom and Tua? Well, I don't know what time they're trying to give Taysom Hill. He's not a quarterback per se, right? He's a Swiss Army knife. That's what his job is. And, yes, he's playing quarterback right now, but that's not where his value is. It may change in the, in, in the, in the future, but as of right now, I, I mean – it's not like he's going to have an extended time like Tua, right? Tua's going to be the quarterback there for the next 10 years, they hope. That's not what they're talking about with Taysom Hill, is it? Well, Sean Payton has said numerous times that he and the organization thinks that Taysom can be the long-term starter. It sounds good when it doesn't have to be that yet, right? When all the chips are in, are you going to hit your wagon to Taysom Hill leading you to the, 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 the Super Bowl? Oh, BYU down to the one. They get tackled short of the goal line. Chanticleers prevail. Nice. <laughs> That's funny, man. Nice. Yeah. 
Hey, man, I get it. As fans, we all hate some rival team. It just it happens. It wasn't even a rival. It's, it's just they were just. It's just tough. Yeah, not good experience. That whole fan base up there during the time I played there was it was really bad. But how about this, big man? When we get back to Taysom and the Saints, I just I look at it like this. Coincidentally enough, you know, Taysom Hill obviously went to BYU and he played quarterback at BYU. And he's been used as the Swiss Army knife in the NFL. But take a guy like Cordell Stewart. His name was Slash. That was his nickname because he played everything. He was your slot receiver. He was your running back. He was your returner. He did everything. And then he eventually became a full-time starter. And, you know, it was okay. But um, it can happen with a guy like Taysom Hill where his role could change. They've been consistent saying they think he can be a a legitimate starter. Whether that's true or not, time will only tell. But all I'm saying is two starts in to be like, oh, my gosh, what are they doing with this guy? It's going to take a little bit of time. Goodness, he's had two starts. Do you do that ever with anybody else? It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense because you know in a couple weeks Drew Brees will be back and, you know, things will get back to normal. All I was saying is with Tua, this is the guy. He's already been – it's not a mm-hmm. – it's it's not a – we're going to see if he can be the guy. It's like we drafted him to be the guy. Sure. They didn't draft Taysom Hill to be the guy. So it's – the conversation is different. They want to see Tua now because Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray and uh, – um. Um, uh, Joe Burrows, th- those guys hit the ground running and were electric. So for Tua, being a high draft pick at the quarterback position, that's what we want to do. Okay, look, everybody else is young, and, and, and look look what they're doing. Where's our guy? Yeah, I know the success that Herbert has had. Oh, yeah. It makes the evaluation of Tua a lot harsher. And, and it always happens like that, right? Like, so when – remember when RG3 and Andrew Luck? Yeah. Right? So it was going back and forth. RG3, oh, man, he's electrifying. And Andrew Luck, oh, look, Andrew – both led their teams their rookie year into the playoffs. RG3 led a dead Washington – Football, uh, Washington at the time, Redskins team had a resurgence and made it to the playoffs. So that conversation was going back and forth. Who's going to be the better? Who's going to be better? Who's going to be better? That was really the start of young quarterbacks showing that they're ready right now. Yeah. And, it, and everything after that, it's it's like, okay, you drafted him. He's better be ready to play. Yeah. I just look at it where not everybody develops at the same rate. Oh, absolutely not. You know, so just because Herbert has hit the ground running better than Tua doesn't mean that Tua is automatically a bust. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right, plenty more to get to. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, the negativity toward this team is directed at the wrong person. You know, big man, it's always a good day when the Irish win. You know, I'm sure you share that same motto pretty much. Is that right? I didn't check your Twitter timeline. I would imagine you tweeted something about that as well. About the Irish? Yeah. Yeah. No? My lucky charms. No. 
<laughs> By the way, do you use Lucky Charms? Because I know you go with cereal medley. You like to mix various cereals together. Do you use Lucky Charms? I don't use Lucky Charms. Do you eat Lucky Charms in general? I do not eat you Lucky Charms. You avoid Lucky Charms in general. Well, Lucky Charms has marshmallows in it, and mm-hmm. the marshmallows they have have gelatin in it, which is pork. It's lard. Oh, I, we know how you... I don't eat pork. You don't get down with the pork. Had no idea. I'll never look at Lucky Charms the same way. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, so if we dive into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there's just something I have to get off my chest. You know, every now and then, we use this show as therapy. You know, Ephraim, sometimes it's like you, you're you laying on the couch and they just say, just let it out, you know? Sometimes we do that on this show. And I think with Tom Brady, the negativity toward this guy, there were two things that happened this week that I wanted to point out. Because I think the negativity goes above and beyond. I'm not going to sit here and say that he shouldn't be criticized ever because Tom Brady has thrown some costly interceptions. He threw a pick against the Rams. It ended the game, right? He's been bad under pressure. When the pass rush gets in his face, he's been one of the worst quarterbacks in football. So there are things to criticize him for, but I think the criticism goes above and beyond. One of those criticisms is that he's supposedly a a system quarterback, quote-unquote. Have, have you glanced at Cam Newton's numbers? You check those out. <laughs> Four touchdowns, nine picks. That destroys the argument that Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Tom Brady had 24 touchdowns, eight picks last year with pretty much the same supporting cast that Cam has. And Cam's numbers look like he was Joe Namath in the 1960s or something like that, right? And the other piece of evidence I have, Tom Brady, a lot of people forget this. The man is 43 years old, okay? Now hear me out on this. I'm not saying don't ever criticize the guy. I'm saying keep it in perspective. Peyton Manning is currently a pro football Hall of Fame semifinalist. Peyton Manning is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. He had an awesome career. He's eligible right now. Just let that sink in. Peyton Manning has been out of the NFL long enough to be eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Five years. Yeah. He hasn't played in that long. Peyton Manning retired when he was 39 years old. And I know you remember that season, Ephraim. What were we saying? It's like, man, this guy looks like a shell of himself. (laughs) He was 39 when he looked like a shell of himself. Right. Tom Brady is 43 years old, and this season he's got 28 touchdowns, 11 picks. If you rewind two years prior, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl that season, he had one more touchdown, the same number of interceptions for the season. Like, that's where he's at right now with Tampa. That was a Super Bowl winning season. He put up very comparable numbers. And so to me, it goes beyond Brady. It tells me that defense matters and they've stunk recently. Look at Mahomes. He lit him up for like 365 in the first half, you know? So I think there are legitimate criticisms of Tom Brady, but it goes above and beyond. And I think there's been a complete lack of perspective. When you're looking at Brady now versus Brady in his prime, Okay, but that's not the best way to look at it. Look at Brady 43 versus who else has done anything at 43 years old? 
I would just keep that in mind while you're evaluating Brady. When you set the bar so high, right, people forget about age. People forget about injuries, all of that. When you set the bar, people forgot Peyton Manning had his neck fused together twice in two separate places. Try throwing a ball down the field with a broken neck. Right? So you we forget because his excellence had been so grand. You 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 don't take that into account. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes, Tom Brady should be somewhere doing Geico commercials. <laughs> he really should. Right? But are on a yacht in Monaco with his supermodel wife and their kids. But he's in the league, and he's still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But because he's been so great, they want him to continue Mm -hmm. that trajectory. Every year he plays now, they want to compare it to his best year ever, which is unfair. And in, in, period, it's unfair. And he's surrounded by younger players, younger quarterbacks. His contemporaries are much younger outside of Drew Brees and Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, I mean, of course, things were going. You know, the 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 criticisms were going to be hard and harsh. And as soon as he struggled, oh, builds a system. Because when he struggled, I mean, it's been ugly. But just for the, he's only really had one really bad loss. Mm-hmm. Two, if you count the first game of the season. I don't really count that because I mean, that's game one, yeah. right? Yeah, he lost to the Bears by one point. The Saints beat him again and and by 35. That's the one bad loss. And then you lose to two playoff teams or potential playoff teams in Kansas City by three and the Rams by three. Mm-hmm. Is that the end of the world? No, and they could win out. You play the Falcons twice, the Lions. They could beat the Vikings. They have the Vikings, the Falcons twice, and the Lions, just like you said. That's easily one, two, three, four wins. That puts them at what? 11, 11 and five. And five yeah. Well above expectation. Yeah. I think worst case, they slip up somewhere. 10 and six. Remember right? the, the, what was the line? It was uh, over under nine. They're I think it was. Yeah. But, but that's what it was. That's what, Before any games were played, that's what the, the win-loss line was, right? I believe nine. Yeah, it what? wasn't double digits. No, they're sure. on pace yeah. to shatter that and yeah. make the playoffs. They'll be above it. So what? He's got 3,300 uh, 3, yards. So my my whole thing is, uh, what what are we expecting here? Be, and I guess it's because he's had all of the weapons, which they're c- clearly not on the same page. Just watching them. Right. You know, watching the routes and watching some of the interceptions. Like, well, I'm not taking any blame from Tom Brady. 
But it's once just, it's going to take a little bit of it's, time. It's that's going all. to take time, and it's you know what else is going to take practice, an actual yeah. off season. Sure, sure. I, I'll tell you one other thing. It's going to take. First, though, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. How about, I don't know, Bruce Arians adapting to the Good talent Lord. that he has? <laughs> How about that? There's something that Russell Wilson recently said. Listen carefully to what he says about players, but you can apply the same thing to coaches. Great players always know, one, how to be consistent, and two, how to consistently adjust. I ask you, has Bruce Arians adjusted? No, not Not at at all. all. Look at Tom Brady. He's averaging 8.4 air yards per attempt. Oof. That's the seventh highest average in the NFL. Seventh highest. So he's like airing it out. Compare it to Ben Roethlisberger, who's old but younger than... Tom Brady they're throwing a bunch of quick short stuff that's what Tom Brady does that's where he excels but Bruce Arians is like no I kind of have this no risk it no biscuit philosophy so even though you're 43 Tom like that's the system I don't know what to tell you it's like no man you adapt to the talent and play to their strengths instead of saying this is my system even though like you know it just doesn't fit well I don't know what to do then. It's like, dude, you adjust. That's what you do if you're a good coach. I, I'll tell you this. A lot, many, many, many a quarterback, young quarterbacks' careers were halted or ruined because of that sentiment. Where a coach wouldn't adjust to the talent that they had. It used to be when you came in, you drafted a guy high, your ego wouldn't allow you to change what you've been doing since you've been a coach. So whatever that quarterback was had to fit into what you were doing. Mm -hmm. The first real quarterback, I mean, the first real coach to really take a profound stance on that was John Fox in Denver. They, they weren't like, we're going to run the run and shoot here, Tebow. Just do he what said, you can. <laughs> look, and it was a conscious thing. In the middle of the season, they were like, okay, we're throwing all of that out. That's right. It's not going to work. We're we changing change the it. entire offense right now for us to have a, a shot because this isn't going to work. Yeah. And with the success of that, people start to go, oh, okay. When Kyle Shannon, when Kyle, uh, uh, Mike Shanahan, had RG3, I've been in a Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan offense. What they were running when he took over the starting job, that wasn't the offense. Case in point, that's why they drafted Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. in the same draft. Yeah. Because that was more of the style of quarterback that ran the the Denver-style offense. But credit to Kyle Shanahan – he put some read option stuff in, early RPOs, and they had success with RG3. That's right. That's Look at the Ravens. You really start, right? We yeah. saw it with, with, with Harbaugh in San Francisco. When Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Yeah. So that it, it started to become a thing. Okay, well, we need to maximize the talent we have and not – change that to fit our system because that is detrimental 
and expensive. Yeah, and this isn't to say Tom Brady's innocent. He shouldn't be criticized at all. It's just to say the criticism goes beyond just Brady. That's what it's to say. And for Bruce Arians to just be like, eh, it's kind of what we do. We air it out. You don't have a quarterback who excels doing that. So why wouldn't you adapt? Especially one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yo, whatever you want to do, man, let's, let's do that. Yeah, it's been sort of successful before. Ego. Ego. If you can't set that ego aside, then you find yourselves in the situations in, in situations like this. Right? And now we see some of the New England and some of the stuff Tom Brady's comfortable with, with you know, spread out throughout the, the game. But I'd be like, look, man, how, how do you feel? What, 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 what you want to do? I'm really curious if they do change because they did this in Denver. They brought in a lot of those Indianapolis-type concepts late in the season with Peyton Manning because he was comfortable with it. He was used to it. That's what he excelled doing. And they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, so I wonder if that's what they're going to do in Tampa or if you're going to see more of the same, which is – and that's – you know, the other thing, Ephraim, is we don't want to make it sound like Tom Brady's got a pea shooter and he can barely throw the ball past 15 yards. It's not to say that he just doesn't excel doing that and also – when you're airing the ball out, the offensive line has to protect longer. And you, and you, the most important thing is you get behind the count. You get behind the sticks. That's right. If it's second and ten, now all of a sudden you're off schedule. That's the biggest part of it. Yeah. But also with Tom Brady not doing well under pressure when he starts getting knocked around and the rush is getting into his face, one of the best ways to make Tom Brady uncomfortable – is to have him throw deep where he's taking hits. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, he's sped up in general. It's just it doesn't make sense to attack defenses like that. You're actually attacking your own quarterback by doing that. Yeah, it, it, it something's got to give. If they want to take that next, because they're going to key in on that in, in the playoffs. When they get to the playoffs, all oh, that's over. Yeah. And they're going to take away everything underneath and make them throw it over the top. Yeah, that's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But I think the the criticism has just gone into Looney Tunes mode. I feel bad for someone who doesn't watch football regularly. If you're just going by the mainstream opinion without watching these games, you would think Tom Brady might be the worst quarterback in the league right now. <laughs> and you would know no better, right? Like, the right. criticism has gone way above and beyond. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. This is a brain teaser for you, you Ephraim, and everybody else listening. Here's my question. Which NFL team enjoys the biggest quarterback advantage within its own division? Okay, that's the question. My answer might surprise you. We'll see what the big man has to say as well. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. You big Christmas guy, Ephraim? I just put up my Christmas tree. Very festive now. Starting to decorate. How do you get down? Uh, normally, uh, I'm Muslim. So, you know. You're just celebrating the holidays in right. general. So, what I'm, just give me a second. <laughs> we celebrate Christmas Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Okay. We created an environment for our kids to celebrate and learn about all cultures. I like that. We're trying to raise tremendous individuals who are open to different cultures and 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 people. We're going to do our part as parents to help you know for our kids future. It's very nice. I like that. It's good so, parenting right So, there. yes, I do have a Christmas tree. We have uh, a menorah. We have a Kwanzaa set up. We have all, all of those. Our Christmas tree has Kwanzaa ornaments on it. We have the Star of David at the top of the Christmas tree. So we're, we like to combine uh, these holidays because it's a respectful thing to do. I like it. You are... You're a blender. How you blend cereals for the cereal medley, you blend holidays as well. well look, the world is vast. All right, we're not so often the, the generations before us, we only stuck to things that we knew or things that we were taught. And it's created a, a a divisiveness that it has to has to go away, and and only way only way it can go away is if we eradicate it. If we teach it out of our kids, mm-hmm. and my kids will be respectful of other religions, other celebrations. Now I like that. 
And I think if you're open to it, you lo- you learn a lot of stuff. Oh, absolutely. And learn a the lot. thing you really know learn is how similar the majority of religions are. Yeah, I was this goes back to when I was living in LA. I worked with a girl who was Armenian and she got married. I went to her wedding and just to see different customs and it was mm-hmm. cool. It's beautiful. It it's a beautiful thing. Really open yourself up to really learning and the learning, what that causes is empathy. And that's what we all need. Yeah. Empathy. To be able to empathize with someone, whether they're going through something tough or uh, their religious or, or, or cultural beliefs. I'm trying to raise empathetic kids at yeah. a time where that's needed. I'll give you one other story. This is a few years ago, I was dating a Brazilian girl. Okay, I see you. Yep. <laughs> In L.A. And uh, it was New Year's Eve. That's right, Don Brown. Give me, give, run it back. Run it back. Give me another DJ air horn. Um, but we had a New Year's Eve celebration. We went over to one of uh, her friend's houses, and we were eating fish. And she was like, this is a Brazilian tradition. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we only eat food where the animal is moving forward because you want to move forward in your life. So that's why we eat fish. Is it's? I was like, that's cool. I had no idea that was a thing. All right. I yeah. get it. Okay. So there you go. So that, now every New Year's you eat fish? Not every New Year's, oh. no. But that New Year's I did. Okay. And I was like, well, good to know. Had no idea. I like what you're thinking here. Because, yeah, you want to go forward. Have you ever seen a fish swim backwards? I can't. It's impossible. Yeah. So there you go. The tradition makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> okay. So this is going to take some time here, big man. The question I have, which NFL team enjoys the biggest quarterback advantage within its own division? Think about it this way. You've got the Broncos facing the Chiefs this weekend. It's going to be on Sunday Night Football. Think about the advantage the Chiefs have at quarterback compared to the Broncos in their same division. It's night and day. Drew Locke compared to Mahomes. But if you expand that and you think, okay, Mahomes versus, say, Justin Herbert, who's off to a very good start, has a very promising future. Is there as wide of a gap between Mahomes and Justin Herbert compared to a quarterback in another division compared to the other other competition in that same division? I get it. I understand. Which team do you think enjoys the biggest advantage at quarterback within its own division? I would say the Buffalo Bills. I'm right there with you. That's my answer also. (laughs) Josh Allen has played well this year. He's had a couple of questionable decisions. But overall, he's played very well. And look at the rest of the division. It stinks out loud. That's Yeah, that wasn't easy. Looking at the other divisions, we don't even count the NFC East, though. They're completely not even in this. And if Dak was healthy... Then, of course, it would be yeah. Dak. But we, we're taking the NFC East out of it. Yeah. The AFC East has that distinction because Josh Allen is pretty much the only real quarterback oh, in the man. division. 
Cam's got four touchdowns and nine picks. You've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's he's basically a journeyman spot starter. He's a band-aid. Backup. Yeah, he's a band-aid. It's a good way to put it. We don't know about Tua yet. Darnold is a disaster at this point. There's a huge gap between Josh Allen and everybody else in the, the in the AFC East. Yeah, you, you it's not even close, in my opinion. And if you look at the others, I, I would have on the short list, I would actually have a couple other divisions ahead of the AFC West, where the Chiefs enjoy that, you know, Mahomes advantage. I would put the NFC West above that. I think that Russell Wilson, I call him Russell Copperfield. He's unbelievable back there. I think the gap between Russ and Kyler is very noticeable. And also the the gap between Russ and Goff is noticeable. I think it's a bigger gap between those QBs than it is between Mahomes and Herbert. Are you with me on that? Yeah. The, the I, For me, the second division would be probably the NFC North. Yeah. You'd go with that man up there. Bad man. Yeah, because, of course, Matthew Stafford is serviceable. So is Kirk Cousins. But yeah. they're not on the level. They're not even close. And no. it's, there's no quarterback in, in Chicago. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> right? When you look at the AFC North, you got Big Ben. You got a young Burrow who, who, who you know, had some promise. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, MVP. Lamar Jackson. You know what's interesting? If you look at those four quarterbacks, look at Kyler and Goff in the West, and if you look at Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford in the NFC North, I think we we would pretty much agree that Goff is comparable to Kirk and Stafford, right? Yes. I think there'd be more pushback if you said, well, so is Kyler. It's like, whoa, wait, wait, you're going to put him? It's like, yeah, he's inconsistent. He'll make some plays where you're like, wow, what a playmaker. But then he's just, he's not doing it consistently enough. I think he's right there in the mix with all those guys. He's there in the mix, but, you know, what What Linston, he's younger than everybody else. Everybody yeah. else in that category has been playing for, for years. Totally. So, and his first real offseason got stolen from him. He's taken uh, taken a huge jump from last year to this year. Although he's inconsistent, he's shown that step to getting better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's banged up, too. He got his shoulder nicked up against the Seahawks. I don't think he's been right these last two weeks. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the future is brighter for for Kyler than those other dudes. But... um, as far as the here and now, that's the mix that he's in. But, yeah, we're, we agree. How about that? Josh Allen and the Bills. The Bills have the biggest quarterback advantage within their own division. It's crazy. You know what I've been thinking lately, and, and we've been agreeing, you know, more and more. Uh-huh. And, you know, one thing I, I, I know for a fact we uh, agree on. I, yes. Tell them. Let the people for know. For a fact that we don't have a problem at the quarterback position here. No, Because the not. guy playing quarterback for us. Lee DeLapp. Is our very own Stephen oh, Q. Okay. Thank See you. how modest he is? It just speaks to his greatness even more, Ephraim. <laughs> it does. You're right. Gentlemen, our crack editing staff has gotten a hold of the final call 
from the Chanticleer radio oh, wow. network. Mm. There is nice. such a thing, apparently. First off, this was the battle of the undefeateds in college football, both ranked in the top 20. BYU stopped at the one-yard line on the final play, and the home team wins. It's all over. Postal has pulled it off. Ten-and-a-half-point underdogs. Nobody gave the Chanticleers a chance this morning other than DJ. But the Chanticleers pull off some Conway magic. Shades of the 2005 upset of James Madison. Coastal Carolina 22. BYU 17. What a finish. Okay, now that speaks to the history of Chanticleer football. That They're equating this win against BYU tonight with a victory in 2005 against James Madison. Okay. But but does everybody believe that nobody has given them a chance? Of course. There's, it's a big country. Somebody always believed in you. For every champion in all sports, somebody always believed in you. For all the, I mean, just fill in the blank of sport champion locker room nobody believed somebody did i trust you somebody did everybody got mamas right i mean (laughs) exactly let's start there bingo but in conway south carolina tonight they did beat byu on the, the same field i don't know if they had that green turf back in 2005 but back then they beat a james madison team with that was defending champion and i looked it up they were one and oh so it was an early season upset just FYI, this is a little bit bigger than that. Just saying. Uh, and yeah, Coastal Carolina used to be FCS with Liberty in the Big South Conference. So they've had four whole years now and not expected to go anywhere this year. And they're 10-0 and for crying out loud. So quite a story. And by the way, the box score does say in the upset of James Madison in 2005, attendance in Conway, South Carolina was 8,500. They could have sold slightly more tickets than that in this one. In fact, we talked about the running game. Uh, they, they could just pound the ball with this offense. Uh, last hour we talked about that. They finished it over five yards per carry. 54 carries, 281 yards as a team, and three touchdowns. All three touchdowns were on the ground. So BYU now 9-1, and one, and next Saturday night, BYU hosts San Diego State. Yeah, that 9-2 and two going. <laughs> Meanwhile, number one ranked Alabama is ready to go to 9-0 and oh in the SEC. They're already up at LSU mid-second quarter 35-14 Heisman candidate quarterback Mac Jones starts 11 of 11 passing 243 yards and three touchdowns meanwhile number three Clemson holding on to a 17-10 lead at Virginia Tech which has just gotten an interception on a goal to go situation about six bad throw to go bad throw by from Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence yeah his first pick of the night number 10 Miami with a halftime lead of 21 nothing at Duke on Fox TV, it is halftime at number 11, Oklahoma. Sooners 10-0 over Baylor. And starting the fourth quarter, number 23, Oregon, is trailing again at winless Cal. 21-17 for the Golden Bears, who are 0-3 in their season. And again, it will be in an hour, UCLA in Arizona State's home opener on December 5th on, on FS1. I just can't say that enough. It's it's December, and tonight is their home opener. We did have upsets today. TCU beat number 15 Oklahoma State. 
Rice 20 to nothing winners at previously undefeated and 21st ranked Marshall. Stanford won at number 22, Washington 31-26. And Missouri defeated Arkansas 50-48 on a last-second field goal. College basketball, number one Gonzaga's game against number two Baylor was postponed. Lions running back DeAndre Swift was downgraded to doubtful due to illness. Detroit's at Chicago tomorrow. Lions wide receiver Marvin Hall was released. The Giants placed running back Devontae Freeman on the COVID list. And still on the COVID list, one of 10 Ravens on their list is quarterback Lamar Jackson. Baltimore will host Dallas on Tuesday on Fox TV. The Ravens did activate running back Mark Ingram from the list and defensive lineman Calais Campbell. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve DeSager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Yeah, Ephraim, that was an ugly interception from Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if you're uh, dead set on the Aztecs now. What are they doing, by the way? How's San Diego State doing? Uh, up 26-17, I think. Okay, all right, so they're looking good. Looking yeah, good against yeah. Colorado State. That's nice. They're just trudging along. Yep, yep, yep. I looked up, and I saw Trevor Lawrence throw a silly pass into the end zone. And they're they're barely beating Virginia Tech. This is not the vintage juggernaut Clemson Tigers we're used to seeing. It's been a disjointed, funky year. They could be had by the Irish in the ACC I title. don't know. You don't feel that? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> do you see Clemson playing as well as they normally do? Against the Irish? Just in general this year. I just think against the Irish, they will. So about that get back game, you know? Well, payback, huh? Yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. They just look vulnerable to me. We'll see how vulnerable they are in two weeks. We will. It's like DJ Uwe Unga Lele. He played great against Notre Dame. I got some brushback on Twitter, big man. Some people are like, what, you you don't think there would have been a big difference with Trevor Lawrence playing that game? I'm like, no, I don't think there would have been a big difference. Yes, it would have. DJ played a really good game. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been the same offense, right? So Notre Dame, no, that's not, no. It would have been a huge difference. <laughs> it wouldn't even been the same. Huge difference. Tony Dungy even said it today. He was like, no, I don't think it would make, it's going to make a big difference. He was talking about Clemson getting healthier on defense. They're getting some of their players back. He thought that would make the bigger difference than Trevor Lawrence playing in the rematch. I yeah. agree with I agree with Coach. No. I'm I agree disagree. with the Hall of Famer. I'm a disagree there. I yeah. love Coach, but no. I just, Mm-mm. if DJ threw for, I don't know, say like 280 or something good, respectable, right, but not... 400 plus the guy threw for 439 you know had a great game I just don't know I don't know what Trevor Lawrence would have done that would be leaps and bounds he better would have than thrown for 650 <laughs> he had thrown for 7,000 yards against the Irish all right coming up next from the Geico studios a new policy and dog advice I'm Brian no he's Ephraim Salam this is Fox Sports Radio There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. This caught my eye. The NBA will not test for marijuana this season, big man. No weed tests. And they say, I like this, how they put it. It's due to unusual circumstances in conjunction with the pandemic. Man, that sounds so professional right there, right? Yeah. They're like, we're not going to test for weed. (laughs) But instead, it's due to unusual circumstances in conjunction with the pandemic. Basically, we don't blame y'all for smoking because this is crazy. That's it's crazy exactly out right. here. Yeah. That's the bottom line. We don't blame you. Matter of fact, roll one for me. <laughs> and the first thing I think I thought of, I thought of the NFL. And think about some of the weed suspensions that have cost dudes not just games but seasons. We've seen that numerous times. Think of a guy like Randy Gregory with the Dallas Cowboys. How many games has that guy missed due to weed? And look, they know what the situation is. It's like if you get pulled over for speeding, you can't tell the cop, hey, it should be 75 instead of a 55-mile-per-hour zone, right? You can't tell them what it should be. You have to go by what it is, right? So you could look at the NFL's drug policy and say it's been way too strict, and I would agree with that. But the policy is what it is. And if you violate it, it's on you. But I look at the NBA just saying, nah, have at it. If you got them, smoke them. Sure. <laughs> smoke them if you got them, right? It's better for the league. It's weed at the end of the day, right? If the NFL had this in place for the last decade, I think it would have been way better for the NFL as well. Especially when you're talking about pain management. Yes, Anxiety, mental health, pain management, 
all the things that we're that have, I mean, weed has been proven to help. It's just been ignored. Um, and now you're in a situation where it's legal in so many places in this country. Now it's like cigarettes. Yeah. Right. Which it happens to be healthier than cigarettes. Just FYI. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little lung disparity right there. Yeah, sure. You, you can smoke a pack a day, but you can't smoke a joint. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a I'm not a weed guy. I'm not a drug guy at all. Uh-huh. But I understand the medicinal purposes of it. Yeah, you're a common sense guy. Yeah, I'm a CBD guy. Yeah. You know, I've taken CBD for my anxiety since this whole pandemic thing reared up. And it's been great. Put me to sleep like a baby. There you go. That's what I like to hear right there. Sleepy, 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 sleep, sleep. Yeah. Um. But uh, I wonder if the NFL, if they're going to, they've relaxed the threshold quite a bit over the years. It's not as strict as it used to be. But I still, I look at this and like you said, big man, the pain management, the how it's being legalized all over the place. This would be like the NFL being like, we're dead set against betting. It's like it's being legalized all over. It's over half the country now. You know what I mean? So I look at that along the same lines with, Weed. And with the NBA saying, hey, man, just have at it. It's a pandemic. We don't know what to tell you. You know, take the edge off, I guess. You know, hey. Take the edge off. <laughs> Speaking like- of the NBA, you see the, the guidelines and, 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 you know, the new guidelines in place. And, and yeah. what do you think about those? Uh, well, I get it, right? They're, they're talking about potentially fining these players if they contract COVID and Again, you go back to the NFL, if they take away a draft pick, okay, is that really serving as a deterrent where you're like, hey, man, I got to mask up. We might lose a seventh-round pick over here. Or or is it, hey, a prorated portion of my salary might be lost if I contract COVID, which is going to make you mask up quicker? Their salary. That's right. That's what the NBA is talking about. Yeah, they're putting the onus on the players, which they should do, right? There will be no more chicken wing fiascos. There's right. no more lemon pepper loos going on. No more trying to sneak <laughs> girls into the bubble the day after you get to, like, you got to be smart. And if you can't go to a city to play and stay out of a club, you don't deserve to play. Right. That's the, I mean, at, at this point, you, you got to be like, okay. Right? Like, they're trying to find restaurants that they can pretty much buy out. Yeah. For visiting teams mm-hmm. if they want to go out to eat. They're trying to do everything they possibly can to make the situation better. And if you're just like reckless, mm-hmm. like the one thing I don't agree with is it said you can have two people in your room. I'm like, well, no. <laughs> no, How about no people? How about you here? You go out to the designated restaurant. 
you come back in, watch a movie, and go play a basketball game and leave. Mm-hmm. Where is the need to – like, I, I just don't get that aspect of it. And I was a professional athlete, so I know what travel is and I know all of that. Look, man, we out. We gone. You have to have this person in the room? Oh, man, it's, we in Miami, man. Uh, Instagram model, uh, uh, sexy slash 223. She look at No, man, come on, man. You got you to gotta be able to control yourself. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into this more on the, the top of the hour, but one of the portions of it that talks about maybe taking away money is uh, – it says that any such player, quote, may be subject subject to a proportionate adjustment to pay. Again, with the fancy language here. Proportionate adjustment to pay for any games missed during the period that the player is in quarantine or undergoing testing due to engaging in such activities and or conduct. So they're basically saying, if you screw up, we might take away your cash. Period. Money gone. That's right. So if it's, uh, you know, Luscious205 in Houston that comes visiting and you contract COVID, well, it could be your paycheck or a portion of it. Makes sense, right? All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Will the white flag be waved? We discuss. Big man, we've got some disagreement on Twitter. Dissension. With the listening public, at least uh, JP disagreed with our quarterback assessment over here. We were looking at quarterbacks in the NFL on a division-by-division basis. Simple question, which team enjoys the biggest quarterback advantage within its own division? JP writes, you guys are wrong. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers and Green Bay have the biggest gap. We disagree. We think there's a bigger gap between Josh Allen and the yeah, the AFC least in terms of quarterbacks beyond that. Cam, Fitz, and Darnold. Like, we think that's the bigger gap, right? That's where we're at. Yeah, that's the, the, the bigger gap. I get what he's saying. That's why I put the NFC North second. But Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins are serviceable quarterbacks. Where's the serviceable quarterback in the AFC East? It's outside of Josh Allen. Yeah. You would say Fitz is serviceable. He's not a starting but quarterback. He's, he's not a sustainable type dude. He's uh, You said it. He's a Band-Aid. And for the people that come down on Stafford, listen to this. This is from Aaron Rodgers. He was on the Pat McAfee show recently, and he said this about Stafford. Check it out. A guy who, who probably doesn't get anywhere near the credit. We're doing like that all the time. Uh, he wears number nine and plays in Detroit. Okay. That dude, what he does with the ball, it's impressive. It's really, really impressive. And that dude is throwing crazy no-lookers all the time. Like, uh, And he can throw from any arm angle. Can you say that about Cam or Fitzpatrick or Darnold? (laughs) No, you cannot. (laughs) You cannot say that. So, uh, yeah, we stick to our guns over here. Bills have the biggest quarterback advantage in their own division. Crazy. Um, How about this? We talked about this at the beginning of the show. Very interesting. So Ohio State, 
They crushed Michigan State today. No surprise. They need to beat Michigan next week to be eligible for the Big Ten championship game. If the game isn't played, Ohio State isn't eligible for the Big Ten championship game, which is a big deal. So Michigan's game today was canceled against Maryland because Michigan has issues with COVID within its program. And so it begs the question, is Michigan going to dot every I, cross every T, make every effort to get just obliterated by Ohio State next week? Or eh, do they take the easy way out and say, we just we haven't quite gotten a hold of this. We got protocols over here. You think they might do this, do you, Ephraim? I do. I do. Um, and, I mean, the situation has lent itself to this, you know, possible outcome. Right? Aren't the the protocols, the, the COVID protocols in the Big Ten stringent? Oh, yeah, big time. Right? How many days? What is 14 days? 21. 21 days, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> right. I mean, how can they pause if they couldn't play today? How can they play seven days from now? Yeah. Who's going to be missing? That's the question. If they Who are your big if, guns that might not be ready if, to if go? If they can't play today, then how how would how would they play? Honestly. Yeah. And even if they were at full strength, which they won't be, they would still get obliterated. Ohio State is way better than Michigan right now. That's indisputable. Oh, they'd get destroyed. <laughs> now, this goes back to Kirk Herbstreet when the new playoff rankings came out earlier this week. He was thinking the same things. Here's what he said about Michigan maybe dodging Ohio State. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. And Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me. He went and apologized about an hour after the show and said, I have no evidence of this. I'm sorry. My bad. But just think about Wisconsin and how many games they've missed. Yeah, they had three canceled earlier. They're not eligible. Well, they lost to Indiana today, but even before the loss to Indiana, they weren't eligible for the Big Ten championship game. So, you, you know, it's with the protocols in place. If Michigan is is knee deep in COVID protocols right now. How can they be ready in seven days if it's 21 day uh, for anyone who has COVID or anything like that? I hear you. The other part of this is the perception of it with Kirk Herbstreet putting this out there and with it being talked about a lot this week. Let's just say Michigan makes every effort to be ready to play Ohio State and it just can't be done. It can't be pulled off. The reaction by many is, <laughs> yeah, 
Didn't quite get ready, huh? That close, so just not quite ready to play the scarlet and gray over there who would smack you around, right? It's going to be taken as if they are dodging them when they might not be at all. Either way, the game is probably not going to be played when you look at it. It's it's probably not going to be played. So it sucks for Ohio State. They were having a good year, great year. It's going to be Indiana versus Northwestern? Man, I don't even know what the game would be. Is that it? It's going to be Indiana versus Northwestern. Wow. Northwestern is 5-1. and one. Indiana is 6-1. and one. They love their coach. You see that after the Wisconsin game today? Yeah. Tom Allen's doing a post-game interview. It seemed like the entire team came up. We love you, coach! Love you, man! They love that guy. Indiana's a good team. They are pretty good. Had a backup quarterback. Penix Jr. is out for the year. Yeah, Indiana and Northwestern. Wow, okay. That is your Big Ten championship game in two weeks. And the other thing to consider is this. We've heard that if Ohio State doesn't face Michigan next week, that they might play another game later to get to six games, but they wouldn't be Big Ten champions. I don't know who they would play in that that extra game, but all I'm saying is sometimes it sounds fancier than it actually is to be a conference champion. If you play a comparable opponent, is there that much difference? Yeah, if you're trying to get into the, um, if you're trying to get into the playoffs, right? It'd be like Northwestern, right? That's who Ohio State would play if they're in the Big Ten title game. If they play a comparable opponent to Northwestern, then what's the big difference? It sounds fancy, like oh you. You can hoist the trophy and your Big Ten champions and all of that. But if you're playing a comparable opponent, it, there's really not that much difference. It's not for a championship. I know. I know. But it's, I don't know. It just turns into something that seems to be way more valuable than it actually is. If you're beating Northwestern compared to beating, I don't know, Iowa or some team outside the Big Ten, is I don't think there's that much difference. It just doesn't have the pizzazz. It doesn't have the notoriety. That's all. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Yeah, so um, I need dog advice over here, big man. Okay. All right, so I'm looking at the NFL lines, and I want you to point out a, an underdog for me. So I'll throw a few of them at you. How about this? The Cleveland Browns. Five-and-a-half-point underdogs at Tennessee. Are the dogs barking in this one? Hmm. Yes. All right. You're going with the Browns plus five-and-a-half, huh? Yes. Okay, I like it. You think Nick Chubb running game's going to crank it up? Well, this is going to be a war of attrition. This is going to be a – the game's going to be really fast. And we'll probably have a combined 
70 runs in this game? That could be a lot, yeah. This is what this is, right? Both quarterbacks are going to stay out of harm's way. And these are the top two team running teams in the league. So yeah, in that type of in, in that type of of of, of uh, competition, or contest, uh-huh. or game, the dogs do have a, that's a five point yes because yeah. this is what it's going to be. Okay, all right, you like it there. How about this? The G Men they've won three in a row. First time in four years they've had a three game winning streak. The Giants eleven point dogs at Seattle. No, you won't stay away from that. Okay, no dogs barking on that one. How about this? The Patriots, one and a half point dogs at the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers you take that. have beaten no one. You take that. Dogs are barking. You got to take that. We know the history of what Belichick has done to rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. That's just not a. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know, this isn't your this is ordinary run of the mill rookie quarterback, though. Doesn't matter. The defenses are the defense. Still like uh, still like Belichick in that spot. By the way, the Chargers, their three wins, Bengals, Jags, and Jets, <laughs> combined record three twenty nine and one. Yep. Just FYI, San Diego State won. Just put that out there. That's good. That's right. good. Just put that. Out. I appreciate the dog advice there. Steve I'm just you know, I'm here for you, man. By yeah. the way, I'm looking for a dog myself, an actual dog. Oh, Do you okay. Have any recommendations? Yes, a teacup Yorkie. My sister has a teacup Yorkie. Beautiful, beautiful dog. That's what we have. 
I just I can't do the like tiny dogs. Get yourself a golden retriever then. Can't go wrong with the golden. Golden retriever. retriever. Yep. Okay. How about a golden doodle? Okay. Well, uh, if that's how you're feeling, I'm just asking. How do you feel about them? I love the dogs are are wonderful, <laughs> right? And 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 they're they're a good companion for a lonely man. So and the way you described golden doodles is like how a friend talks about her girlfriend that she's trying to set you up with. And she says, she's got a nice personality. Great personality. She can cook. Yeah. That's how you, you came across. How about a uh, Australian shepherd? I used to have oh, nice. Yeah. Dog. Great dogs. High energy though. Got to walk them a lot. Yeah. You know? Well, you might not want that. What are the chill dogs? What are the laid back dogs that they're like walking? Nah, I'd rather just sit here. <laughs> What, what breeds are are those dogs? I don't uh, uh, pugs, maybe I don't pugs. know. <laughs> I'd like to know the laziest dog breeds. I'm curious. Maybe we could get a mixture, like an Aussie mixed with the lazy breed. You know, let's just calm this Aussie down just a little bit here. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, we get to the protocols. Oh man, couple of leagues and what they're looking at. I think it's interesting. We'll have some fun with it. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. So you brought this up a little bit earlier, big man, the protocols in the NBA. So there is a memo that was released this week. How many pages was this thing? Like 158, something yeah. like that? Extensive. Very extensive. And uh, a couple of the more interesting points. The NBA is talking about we might have to fine you, suspend you, maybe take away draft choices, might be game forfeitures if you're not following the protocols. And it makes sense. They also say to players that it might be a prorated adjustment if you're having to quarantine because you did something inappropriately. And I think that's that's really the only way it's going to get through to players that if their money is at stake, that's when you get attention. If you dock a draft pick, okay, all right. But if it's like, oh, I don't get paid the same thing, now all of a sudden you have a much better chance of that player following the protocols. And I think that you've got to take a hardline stance because – you got 9% of the league that's tested positive already. I think the NBA season, I think it could be a much bigger train wreck than the NFL season. You got so many more games happening in the span of 10 days in the NBA compared to the NFL. So much travel. This is going to be hard to, uh, you know, to, to, to keep a finger on, man. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. It's going to take, you know, unbelievable effort on the part of NBA players and and, and organizations to stay as healthy as possible. It absolutely will. And you also look at this where the players, they didn't want to be sequestered to their rooms on the road. And so the NBA made a couple of concessions. They said, okay, if it's outdoor dining, if it's a private room at a restaurant, if it's a league-approved restaurant that meets the criteria, you can go there. 
So you can leave the room, but it's only going to be under these circumstances. And I'm curious to see how this plays out. The NBA and the NBPA, they're working to compile a list of at least three approved restaurants in each market. That's where they're at right now. They just got to buy out the restaurants. That's it. You buy the restaurants out. And those markets will constantly be used, so you just use the same restaurants. Mm -hmm. You already have the dates. So you close you close the restaurants. It's just a check. You write a check. However much you normally make on a Wednesday, we got you plus. Mm-hmm. We'll tip everybody the maximum. That's it. And you, it's basically going to be for one dinner. Yeah, I'm just curious what the players do this year, man. It come. It boils down to: Is it worth it? And there are a lot of people that don't think along those lines. And uh, I, I just, hey man, I hope the season goes well. I just, think it, it's going to be, bubble, it's going to be right. It's going to be tougher than we're used to seeing from the NBA. That was a a, a great display of fortitude with the bubble, and it's going to be different because the bulk of the season has to be played. Yeah. We were coming down the stretch run last year. And so this is going to be interesting. Just like football doesn't have a bubble and baseball didn't have a bubble, college football doesn't have a bubble, college basketball. Look at all the college basketball games that have been canceled. Yeah. That's what's funny to me. I think that there are reasonable criticisms. If you say, really, NFL, you're going to have the the Ravens play the Steelers when the Ravens have nine starters on the shelf? Why not push that back? That's a legitimate criticism. But the criticism of the NFL just seems to be making it, making it up as they go along. It's like there's a pandemic here. Like how, how are they going to have every answer to every situation? You, you, you don't have it. You don't have it. And, you know, you can only push games back so far. Right? Thursday game, went to Tuesday, went to Monday, then went to Tuesday, then went to Wednesday. You Where else are you going to push the game to? It's a week 18. It would have to be after the regular season. It's That's the gonna, only way it's not gonna, you could put it. But it's not going to be able to do it. That one game, you're not going to be able to put it there. it would be playoffs. Push the playoffs back. You can push the playoffs back a week or two. For one game? Anything. Well, that's the only one you know of right now. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, right it's just one. so far it's one game. So you would – because you would have to make that decision in real time, like now. Mm-hmm. And, well, hopefully other games we can move like, – Yeah, right. It's You, you know like what I mean? That, yeah, and think about the message you send. Right, it's exactly right. Like if you're right. like, oh, we're going to play this in week 18, do you think other teams are going to well, be? Well, we want to play in week 18 too. Yeah, well, they're not going to be. We got to mask up or we might play this game in week 18 and it's going to be made up and everything's going to be fine. But man, we got to follow these protocols. You're not going to look at it like that. So I get it. It's, it's a very tough position for the NFL to be in. But look at college football. It's just funny. Like College, or the NFL makes it up as they go along. Look at college football. How many games have been missed? 
It's a pandemic, man. What do you want? There's no bubble here. The fact that they let, you know, part of the protocols, they let two play, they let two people in the players' room. I'm like, <laughs> that that makes no sense. <laughs> you don't care for that. Uh, here's one thing I don't care for. You know, I'm going to sound old saying this. I don't care. It's, uh, it's, I think it's the truth. We've talked about Mahomes when it was the game after they, they beat the Patriots earlier this season. It was all the way back in week four. Patrick Mahomes shook hands with Stephon Gilmore. Great cornerback. He tested positive for COVID shortly after that, right? This was Patrick Mahomes after that game. And I'll bring it back to the here and now. Check this out. I went up to him after the game and just gave him the high five like I, I've done my whole career and not thinking about it. It was, I mean, a little bit of a mental lapse, just trying to be, show sportsmanship and stuff like that. Okay, so he says, as a mental lapse, you know, I shouldn't adapt up Stephon Gilmore like that. Do you notice who he dapped up last week? Tom Brady. You understand? So my whole thing is it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to do it. It's easy to say, hey, it was the, a mental lapse. Fact, I got to be better than I, that. I, I said this to you last week. The fact that teams are still meeting after the, the, the game in the middle of the field blows my mind. Uh-huh. The fact that that's, <laughs> that's not a rule, that there will be no longer any of the, that. I, I don't understand how that's still possible. I don't either. And the NFL came out and they're like, you've got to be wearing your mask. If you do that, it, why we and even do that? Like, nah, what? Screw that! Right? Nobody that. has a mask on. <laughs> the NFL's like, oh, all right. They're like an, a parent that threatens to discipline their kid, but and doesn't. the kid screws up, and they're just like, eh, those no. are called the timeout parents. No, oh, I'm gonna put you on timeout. Go to your room. Okay, I will go to my room and play with my toys. Yeah, right. Oh, you're yeah, gonna be on timeout. Exactly. You're gonna get a spanking if you keep on, and they keep on. And there's no spanking. Go to your room. <laughs> That's what the NFL did with the mask. That's crazy. After the, I, I, the I'm game serious. Show. I mean, just think about how much you can cut down if you just no more meeting the other team uh, after the game. No more handshakes. Then you wouldn't have to put someone in protocol who shook someone's hand who came down with COVID. Right, like that's the that's the whole thing. Contact tracing. Stop that, having contact. Yeah, it took the words out of my mouth. Stop if we're talking about having contact tracing, that is it. That is it right there. That's the example of it. Textbook example of contact tracing. You're right there. A, I don't know, a foot away from each other, breathing on each other. No masks. Why? Was uh, Patrick Mahomes on the field at the same time as Tom Brady during the game? No. No. Interesting how that worked out. When was the only time the two were close to each other? After the game. Shaking and hugging. <laughs> but I look, I get it. I understand how hard it is for someone to stay away from someone they admire and some someone totally. they love, right? Yeah. I feel the same way. We're in a pandemic, but when our very own <laughs> Stephen Y. DeSager is in the room. I want a chest-to-chest bump with him. You have to show (laughs) Max discipline not to do that. Max.
you mentioned the parent that, well, and it's a pretty good analogy that says, don't do that. Of course, then they don't actually do anything. It reminded of the old scene in Kramer versus Kramer, where the guy was a single dad for the first time. And the kid didn't want dinner, so he just on his own goes and picks up the ice cream out of the freezer and sits down. The dad says, wait a minute, you can't do that. See if you can turn that up. Put that ice cream in your mouth, and you are in very, very, very big trouble. Don't you dare go anywhere beyond that. Put it down right now. I am not going to say it again. I am not going to say it again. See, it's that. It just goes on and on and and on. on. Exactly what you were talking about. Well, we have college football to update, and we have another loss in the top 25. Number 23, Oregon, loses, needless to say, a winnable game at Cal. 21-17, Golden Bears the final. They had entered with an 0-3 record. Oregon falls to 3-2. and two. Oregon with two fumbles in the fourth quarter tonight, and they were stopped on a fourth and one inside the 20 early in the fourth quarter. And then there's number one ranked Alabama, which will be 9-0 and after tonight. 45 points in the first half. They're up 45-14 at LSU early third quarter. That's, it, by the way, Steve, yes? that's kind of like uh, Ohio State-Michigan right there, basically. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Alabama's Ohio State, LSU is Michigan. Uh, what uh, Alabama does have is Devontae Smith. Just in the first half tonight, he had seven receptions for 219 yards and three touchdowns. By the way, do you remember, it was only a couple of weeks ago that Alabama was facing Kentucky, and it was 63-3, to Bama, the final. Kentucky was up 34-3 on South Carolina in the third quarter tonight. Mm. So uh, for those people who do the reverse comparisons and all of that, how bad is somebody really? Well, South Carolina is apparently going to be 2-8 and after tonight. They're down 34-10 at Kentucky now early in the fourth quarter. But at the top of the list is Bama and heading toward, obviously, an SEC title game in a couple of weeks. Number three, Clemson, trying to go to 8-1 and one in the ACC, is leading 38-10 at Virginia Tech with about five minutes to go. Starting the fourth quarter, 10th-ranked Miami is up 42-0 at Duke. This would put Miami at 7-1 and one in the ACC. On Fox TV, it is late third quarter at number 11, Alabama, and the Sooners still lead just 17-7 over the Baylor Bears. Now, earlier, we had Coastal. Coastal Carolina against BYU in the battle of 9-0 teams. Coastal takes it 22-17, tackling BYU at the one-yard line on the final play. Next Saturday night, BYU hosts San Diego State. Mm. The Aztecs were winners in a home game tonight, 29-17 against Colorado State. But, by the way, in that uh, Mountain West Conference, Nevada could be 6-1 after tonight. They are leading second quarter 24-14 over Fresno State. And also among the unranked, Colorado is now 4-0. They've wanted Arizona, a winless team, 24-13. USC is undefeated. Colorado, I would say early season, is undefeated. But we know it's December, so it doesn't matter. They've only played, what, four games so far. One to go. And USC is going to play tomorrow night on FS1. They were supposed to be uh, originally a Friday night game last night. Instead, they'll be hosting Washington State tomorrow night last weekend's usc colorado game head-to-head by the way was canceled so we never got to see them play and figure out who would be the undefeated team remaining there were upsets earlier rice rice won at 7-0 marshall 20 to nothing marshall was ranked 21st but its quarterback threw five interceptions stanford won at number 22 ranked washington 31 26 
Also, there was TCU at home beating 15th-ranked Oklahoma State 29-22. Even though TCU committed five turnovers, it did take the lead on a 71-yard touchdown pass with about eight minutes left. College Hoops' number one Gonzaga's game against number two Baylor was postponed. Two from the Zags tested positive for coronavirus. To the NFL, Lions running back DeAndre Swift was downgraded to doubtful due to illness. The Ravens activated running back Mark Ingram from the COVID list, but they still have 10 players on the list, including quarterback Lamar Jackson. The Patriots signed wide receiver Dante Moncrief. The Jets cut wide receiver Chris Hogans. And it's also Ben Roethlisberger on the injured list with an apparently bad knee he's called questionable for the Steelers game, which is coming up Monday on Fox TV for part of the country when Pittsburgh hosts Washington. Nationally, Fox TV will have the Tuesday NFL game. Baltimore hosts Dallas. I know, hard to keep track of. Good Lord. We're on top of it here. There's a Tuesday game on Fox, Baltimore hosting Dallas. Back to you. Crazy times, man. Crazy times. You know know what? Here we go. Every year, speaking of of fantasy football, Mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger is my quarterback, and he's been tremendous for me this year. Quick passes. Yak, you know? He's on the injured list. Now, this is what happened to me before. Injury report specifically, yeah. Right. He'll go into the game and he'll start and he'll play the first quarter and then come out of the game. And I'm stuck starting him and have him and he'll get me seven points. And <laughs> Who's your other option? Uh, Justin Herbert. You haven't been starting Herbert? I have. Okay. I go back and forth. But guess who Herbert is playing against this week? The Patriots. You don't want to do that. No? No, you don't want to do that. No. You don't want to do that. He's putting up numbers, man. Yeah, but he's going to make it, Belichick's going to make it difficult for him. Do you think, uh, honest question, who has better stats this week? Is it Herbert against the Patriots? Is it Big Ben and the injury issue against Washington? It's got to be Big Ben. Washington's awful. Well, they're not bad. I don't want to say they're awful. They're not bad. Yeah, they're just they're not good. Awful. Yeah, I think they're rotten. I mean, by the way, they're in a tie for first. Place. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, though. <laughs> that means nothing. Being tied for first place in the NFC East. I wanted to mention something that Steve. It just caught me uh, when a when Chris Hogan from the Jets. When you get cut as a wide receiver from the Jets, oof, that is a rough sign right there, man. That is a rough, rough sign. But the bigger point is this. When I listen to Steve's updates, and it's just random scenario after wacky scenario, mostly due to COVID, we've got Tuesday night football, we've got a Monday night doubleheader and all that type of stuff. I don't know if you agree with this, Ephraim. I think this season in football, but specifically the NFL, I think it's been the fastest yet the longest season of all time, like at the same exact time. Meaning, I look at them like, it's week 13 already? How is it week 13? Yeah, so it's, it's gone by, by pretty fast. But every week, it's just like, COVID, COVID, here's this other COVID thing. Now this game is being delayed due to COVID. It's just COVID, COVID, COVID. So it feels long at the same time. It's weird. I don't know how it can be fast and long at the same time. You make a good point. I feel the same way. It's like... Wow, we're almost to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it seems like we've been playing since June. 
Right. It's just it, it's one of those things where so much has happened. So many games have been pushed and jostled. We had a Wednesday night game. We have Tuesday games. So it makes the the, the football week seem longer. Yeah. We almost had football six days a week. Yeah. Yet you still look up and you're like, there's not much left. No. You got four weeks. <laughs> That's so weird, man. I don't know how that can be. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, we shut it down in style coming up next. From the Geico Studios, there is an NFL team who has a really good record, and they are getting totally disrespected this week. We will let you know who that team is. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Top of the hour, Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres. Keep it locked. Lots more to get to tonight from those two for sure. How about this? The team that has a really good record in the NFL and is being totally disrespected in week 13. That would be the Buffalo Bills. How about this? Buffalo, 8-3. and three. Really good season thus far. They're taking on the 49ers. The Bills are underdogs. They're a one-point underdog here. Why? I think it's just a reaction to the Niners. They're getting a little healthier. You're seeing Richard Sherman, some other guys back there. They still have a backup QB in Nick Mullins. And I think it's a reaction to the Niners beating the Rams last week. I've got Buffalo. I've got the dogs barking in this one, Ephraim. What yeah, you, you take the dogs on this one. That's what I'm saying right there. How are you going to disrespect the Bills like that? Well, it's on the road. It's a long trip. Is this going to be in Arizona, by the way? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, because... Uh, Can't play in uh, California. Locked out over there. Santa Clara, Santa Clara County was like, yeah, you have to go somewhere else. I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah, neutral stadium game and the Bills. Really? Really? Let's just say this was the Super Bowl matchup. Just suspend disbelief for a second. Do you think the Bills would be underdogs in a neutral site game if the Super Bowl was in Arizona? I don't think so at all. So why are they underdogs now? This is easy money. Bills all day. Take the money. Everything you got. Everything. See, I like that I'm finally having some influence on you, Ethan. Don't don't do that, man. Forget about caution, okay? (laughs) You've done your due diligence. You've spotted the line. All in. No, don't do that. (laughs) How about one of the other matchups? Rams at the Cardinals. It is a really important game for the Cardinals. Much more important for Arizona. You know what? Now, here's the thing. That game is in Arizona. Where the heck is this Niners game? Because I thought they were playing at Arizona Stadium. I'm all screwed They're up. playing in, in Glendale, Arizona. Oh, okay. But I thought that's where. No. Arizona. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, it's one is on. Sunday, another one's on Monday. Oh, there we Okay, so we, duh. We've got the same venue for these two games in back-to-back days. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's squared away. So, still welcome. a bigger game for the Cardinals than the Rams. Who do you like in that one? 
Jared Goff throwing the ball away left and right. Sean McVay, the most positive head coach easily in the NFL, was ripping him publicly. He was doing his Bruce Arians impression and ripping Jared Goff. His turnovers were that bad. Yeah, this is one of those games to to, to figure out what type of season you're going to finish up with. It's a very important game. You you got to – this is when – in December, this is when teams start to separate themselves. So who do you – who are you going to be? Yeah. Right? Seven and four, six and five. This is a, a huge turning point game for both teams, in my opinion. Yeah, it really is. And, man, you look at Arizona. These last four weeks. Been they, pretty tough. They should have lost all four of these games. Yeah. They'd had the Hail Mary against the Bills. That's their only win. They lost to the Patriots. I don't know how. They were determined to lose against the Patriots to lose that game. They lost to the Seahawks. It was an ugly performance on the road. They lost to the Dolphins. Should have lost to the Bills. They could have lost four straight easily. And you're seeing it, man. If Kyler Murray isn't healthy. It's not. They don't have a shot. Yeah, he makes them go. So you going Rams? You laying I'm, the I'm three points Rams. on the road I'm, with the Rams? I'm going Rams. Going Rams. Okay. By the way, we were talking about not just underdogs in football games, <laughs> right? We're talking about dogs in actual life here. I was getting some uh, breed advice from you, big man. We had a couple of people chime in. OE checks in and writes, get an American Staffordshire Terrier. They're cool and chill and smart. His dog knows how to roll down the windows. Oh, wow. And stick his head out. And he also says he's very good at locking the truck when you're not in it. He's working with uh, Choco to get him to unlock the doors as well. But I, he knows how to roll the windows down and lock the doors. That's pretty it, good. Yeah, it's not one of those manual roll down windows. It's uh, You just hit the button. Yeah, but still. I'm That's still, still pretty good. That's still pretty good. <laughs> I'm still impressed he can do that. You want to impress me, have him roll down a manual window. <laughs> That's right. You know what? You want to impress me, have him start the car. <laughs> you know what? Drive. Come on, Choco. <laughs> Drive. Drive me down the road. There's another one from Blake. He says, get a bull terrier like Spuds. You remember the old Spuds yeah, McKenzie Spuds, commercials? Yeah. yeah. He writes, uh, have had several. Good with kids. Ladies love them in public. Cool to have different and don't need a lot of walking there you go it's more of a chill dog right there yeah and you get you know a bonus a chill dog with the ladies i would love to know the breed of dog outside of you know like a a pit bull or like an aggressive looking dog what's like just a normal everyday breed of dog where girls are like oh no i don't want to even say hi to that dog you know I think all dogs fall into that category of, oh, it's a puppy, it's a dog. What you know? How how is the dating scene for you seeing anybody? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I uh I'm not not yet. Not dating officially. But um you know what? I'm feeling Ephraim that my luck is turning around. Okay. You know what I mean? It's hard to date in a pandemic. That's yeah, one thing that throws a wrench into it for sure. Yeah. Um Don, you feel the same way? What about Lee? You, uh, Lee, you, what's going on with Lee's you? He's a ladies' man over there. You got yeah. a girl, right, Lee? That I do. 
Yeah, I think I saw See, her uh, when I left the other week. That, she was yeah, out here. Yeah, that's right. Lee, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think I've known Lee Robert Delap the fourth to not have a lady. He friend. is a ladies man. He is the ladies flock to Lee. I'm not saying that he has multiple ladies. We're just saying, right, that he's able to, you know, resupply. Uh, well, I don't want to make it sound like that because <laughs> women aren't shampoo. I, I, okay? I just mean if he breaks up with no, no, a girl. No, no, no. He's not single He's not for on long. the market long. That's what yeah, I mean. That's what I mean, too. By the way, with Don Brown's playlist being deleted, he's got to start from scratch again. I want one song recommendation that Don has to add to his playlist that you believe was not originally there. What do you think it should be? Probably, uh, was Purple Rain on there? It was not. Purple Rain. There you go. That's a good one. Lock it in. All right, I'm going to go with um, let's go with by Demons Be Driven by Pantera. Okay. Lock it in. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.